Good morning and welcome to The Ripple, your daily podcast for all the circles in your life. Happy Friday. Happy almost week off. Today's episode is for Friday, November 20th, my dad's birthday. And now let's get to your headlines. Locally, speaking with Mitch Wortlieb on Vermont Public Radio yesterday, Dr. Mark Levine, the state's head doctor, leading us against the COVID pandemic, talked about vacation plans, gave some updates, and talked about how even though cases are going up, Vermont set a new record yesterday for cases with 148, he's optimistic because Vermonters are known to rally when things get tough. Here are some of the things he said in the interview. As to why the new restrictions were announced last week, prohibiting indoor and outdoor gatherings from different households, he said, we're basing that on outbreak data, which shows 60 to 70% of new cases come from some kind of social gathering. We also have data 10 to 14 days that have evolved after Halloween, and Halloween was a major, major fuel to the fire, if you will. And then if you add into that, the data we have from Canadian Thanksgiving in October, they had dramatic upticks in their caseload. You can see the data very clearly, chronologically, because we always look 10 to 14 days after the event, because that's the way the virus starts to work. With regard to restaurants, People need to understand that the prohibition on multifamily, multi-household gathering, both indoors and outdoors, in public and private spaces, that holds for restaurants too. You will sit as a family, but not as multiple families. And that's because the data we have in Vermont, which is slightly different than some other states, doesn't support restaurants as being a major vehicle for the transmission of the virus in cases that we're aware of in our state. And we have very specific guidance to the restaurant industry which they have been wonderful in adhering to, that protects Vermonters. Mitch Wortlieb then said, you and the governor, it looks like you're saying that Vermonters should not travel out of state for Thanksgiving. It's going to be disappointing for friends and families, but don't go. I'm assuming that means people don't have to come visit here as well. Levine responded, absolutely. And I'm glad you said that because that is our message. But we also know the reality is that some people are going to have to travel for whatever reason. And just to make sure that they understand, this is a mandatory quarantine. And certainly our lodging operators understand that this is the case for people who are coming in to our state from elsewhere. Nationally, U.S. President-elect Joe Biden's victory in Georgia has been confirmed by a recount as legal efforts by Donald Trump's allies to challenge his defeat were dismissed in three states. The Democrat beat his Republican rival in Georgia by 12,284 votes, according to the audit required by state law. Mr. Biden's victory margin in the public vote overall stands at more than 5.9 million. His victory in the U.S. Electoral College system, which determines who becomes president, is projected to be 306 to 232, far above the 270 he needs to win. Mr. Trump has so far refused to concede and has made allegations of widespread electoral fraud without providing any evidence. On Thursday, Georgia Secretary of State said that hand audit of ballots had not altered Mr. Biden's victory in the state. He quotes, 
Georgia's historic first statewide audit reaffirmed that the state's new secure paper ballot voting system accurately counted and reported the results, he said in a statement. Internationally, a tough six months lies ahead for Europe, which is again the epicenter of the coronavirus pandemic the World Health Organization has warned. Most European countries reintroduced tight restrictions to stem the spread of the disease as a second wave of the pandemic gathered pace in October. So far, Europe has seen over 15 million confirmed infections and 354,000 deaths attributed to the coronavirus, with only the Americas reporting higher region-wide figures, according to World Health data. Europe has accounted for 28% of global cases and 26% of global deaths. The World Health Organization expressed particular concern over the situation in Switzerland and France, where intensive care units are at 95% capacity. Quote, Europe is once again the epicenter of the pandemic together with the United States, they said in a news conference in Copenhagen, Denmark, adding that the latest figures showed that there was one person dying every 17 seconds. There is light at the end of the tunnel, but it will be a a tough six months, they said, referring to the development of vaccines. The development of the vaccines, which train the immune system to fight off the virus, have raised hopes of bringing the pandemic under control. Four vaccines, Oxford, Pfizer, Sputnik, and Moderna, have reported good preliminary data. In sports and Thursday night football, Kyler Murray of the Arizona Cardinals had the better game as quarterback, but Russell Wilson Seahawks had the last laugh, winning 28-21 in Seattle last night. While Murray threw for 269 yards and two touchdowns, his offense came up short against the always tough Seattle defense. The win sees Seattle's record to improve to 7-3, while the loss drops Arizona to 6-4. And And now let's take a look at your weather forecast today. In weather today, the winds we felt out of the south yesterday will intensify reaching speeds today of up to 17 miles per hour. And those winds will usher in a burst of warmer than usual air. Highs today will go above 50 degrees before temps return into the 40s for the next few days. Sunset tonight is at 4.20 p.m. Now, let's take a look at the royal wedding of the current Queen of England in Today in History. Seventy-three years ago in 1947, in a lavish wedding ceremony in Westminster Abbey in London, Princess Elizabeth marries her distant cousin, Philip Mountbatten, a dashing former prince of Greece and Denmark, who renounced his titles in order to marry the English princess. Princess Elizabeth, heir to the British throne, was 21 years old. Philip, age 26, had fought as a British naval officer during World War II and was made the Duke of Edinburgh on the eve of his wedding to Elizabeth. The celebration surrounding the wedding of the popular princess lifted the spirits of the people of Britain who were enduring economic difficulties in the aftermath of World War II. On February 6, 1952, the death of Philip of King George VI sent Elizabeth to the throne, and Philip ended his naval career to concentrate on his new duties as consort of the British monarch. Elizabeth and Philip eventually had four children, Prince Charles, Princess Anne, Prince Andrew, and Prince Edward. Both Elizabeth and Philip are still alive today. And that's all for your pre-vacation episode of The Ripple. Have a restful week off, be safe, and of course, 
Have a sterling day. If I knew the way, I'd take you home. La da 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 da